Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Bavarian Podcast Works Show. Daryl Splick. My name is Chuck Smith. I will be previewing the upcoming Bayern Munich versus Union Berlin Bundesliga matchup. And this will certainly not be an easy one for Bayern Munich, given all of the issues going on with their rosters, from injuries to sicknesses to suspensions. Hansi Flick is really going to have a heck of a time figuring out a lineup for this one. Obviously, all of this happening in the stretch run of the season is less than ideal for Flick and Bayern as a whole. So this one really could present a lot of problems uh, coming off of the the big 3-2 loss to PSG in the Champions League. I would have expected Flick to try and utilize his bench a little more heading into this one, but I don't think it's going to be possible. Uh, He's got so many injuries and ailments all built up that he's going to have to lean on some players like Thomas Muller, like Leroy Sané, like Kingsley Coman, who he probably would have rested if he had the opportunity. But this game, while it might not seem that important in the grand scheme of things, is a big keystone in linking up uh, some consistency for the team in trying to get ready for the PSG matchup on Tuesday. Uh, none of this is uh, going to be easy. Uh, Hansi Flick really has his hands full. So let's take a, a quick look at where each team is at in the standings to to get things started. And obviously with Bayern Munich, they are in first place sitting atop the table. They have 20 wins, four draws, and three losses. They are undefeated in their last five games. So they have some really good momentum built up in the league heading into this Union Berlin matchup. But the Iron Union are not going to go down easy. Uh, Union Berlin is in seventh place of the table. They have nine wins, 12 draws, and six losses. Uh, and over the course of their last five games, they have one win, three draws, and one loss. So Union Berlin, uh, they're really one of, of the success stories for the Bundesliga this season. They are a team that I don't think a lot of people would have expected to be anywhere near a top six position, but here they are. Uh, They have done a really fantastic job of competing every game, and I think you can see that. I mean, over the course of their 27 games to walk away with 21 combined wins or draws is really impressive for this unit. Uh, You really have to commend them for what they did (laughs) or what they have done so far in the league. and they are going to give Bayern Munich some trouble. I don't I don't anticipate this one is going to be easy. I don't think that Bayern Munich would have had an easy time with Union Berlin, even if they had a full roster and were completely healthy. So I think that just magnifies how hard this one is going to be, uh, not just for the players on the pitch, but for Hansi Flick. His hands are really tied. You know, it's really tough to think about how he's going to be able to strategize through all of these injuries and ailments and, and, you know, just to think about how he's going to be able to line up uh, a group of players out there. I mean, he's going to have to maximize the flexibility of these players on the roster. And as Union showed us back in December, they can give Bayern problems. Obviously, that game was a 1-1 draw. So we don't anticipate this one being any easier. Uh, as for Bayern, uh, they'll luckily be able to play this one at the Allianz Arena, where over the course of this season, they are unbeaten at home with 10 wins and three draws. In those games, they're averaging 3.85 goals per game. Uh, hopefully that is a good sign. <laughs> three, 
three, almost four goals in a game would be nice to see on Saturday, but uh, I'm not quite sure that's going to be feasible with this lineup. And as for that lineup, let's take a quick look at the injuries, illnesses, ailments, and suspensions. Uh, this is really going to leave Hansi Flick really kind of tied up in, in putting together a lineup. So uh, let's start with the defense. Obviously, Nicholas Sula picked up an injury against PSG. He is unavailable. Luca Hernandez has some abdominal muscle injury, and he is unavailable for this game as well. Alfonso Davies is suspended due to a red card. He sustained a couple of weeks back. This will be the final game of that suspension for the young Canadian. As for the midfield, things don't get much better. Leon Goretzka picked up an injury against PSG. While it's not considered to be a serious injury, he will be held out in hopes that he'll be able to play on Tuesday against Paris Saint-Germain. Quarantan Tolisso obviously has a long-term injury. He is out and probably won't be seen again this season. He might never be seen again in a Bayern kit as he is rumored to be on his way out of Munich, at least by some outlets. And finally, Mark Roca is also unavailable. He picked up an injury this week in training. And it's a shame for that kid because this probably was a spot where he would have played. But uh, like everything else this season for him, it has not worked out. And he will not be in the lineup against Union Berlin either. In the forward group, we're obviously missing Robert Lewandowski, who has a knee injury. And although he has posted some videos and pictures on social media of late, those are just very preliminary workouts that he's doing to try and maintain uh, you know, his form and his shape the best he can as trying to get his knee ready. Obviously, he's got some rehab exercises to do as well, but a lot of what he is doing is trying to rest that knee and get it recovered in time to come back later this month. Uh, I don't have an overly optimistic viewpoint on this. I know that the Bayern medical team will do whatever it can to get him as healthy as possible as quickly as they can, but I don't think anyone is going to rush him back. This is just too big of an injury, and he is too important of a player to risk uh, at this stage. And unfortunately, it, it, this has all just happened at a bad time of the season for both Lewandowski as he chases Gerd Muller's record and the team as it is chasing a Bundesliga title and its own Champions League life. Uh, also unavailable from the forward group would be Serge Gnabry, who has COVID-19. Uh, another terribly timed ailment. Uh, it's really a shame for Gnabry as he had started to really turn things on a little bit and pick his season back up. He had some up and down moments earlier, but uh, of late he had been much better and he would have been a big factor not only in this game against Union Berlin, but also in the tie against PSG. So very unfortunate timing for that. And finally, Douglas Costa is also out. He's been nursing a foot injury, although we're not really sure how much of his presence would have been felt anyway. He has not been that impactful for Bayern Munich this season when he was available. So let's just chalk that up. It's not a big loss. The hits, though, just keep on coming because the list really doesn't end there. Those are just the players that are officially out. Uh, we got word earlier today, it's Friday, that... Uh, Yashua Kimmich had to train, uh, actually did not train. He sat out and rested uh, this morning from training. So that was a big uh, move by Hansi Flick to 
to really give uh, Kimmich some time off. Uh, the midfielder has just logged a lot of mileage, uh, and he had a fairly serious injury earlier in the season. So it's not a big deal to see him sit out. I think a lot of fans probably wonder if there was some impetus behind that. Maybe he uh, picked up a knock or a strain or something, but it doesn't appear to be the case. It looks like Hansi Flick was just getting out in front of that, being proactive and giving him some rest. Uh, Another couple of players who missed the training include uh, Benjamin Pavar and Leroy Sané. And again, it's not quite clear whether those players are banged up or have any type of formal injury. But what we know is that they took part in some light jogging and did an individual kind of session today. Uh, Flick kind of Flick indicated that this was again another precautionary move. Just get the players out moving obviously not partaking in any contact. I think he wanted to lighten the workload on those players. And I think that's another smart move. If guys aren't feeling quite 100%, this is the time to rest them and give them uh, a period to be able to rest and recuperate. Some light jogging obviously is not going to tax either of those two players. And uh, especially for Pavar, he had had a quite serious injury at the end of last season. I think that really did affect his play earlier this season. Uh, and to see him get some extra time to rest is encouraging because I feel like he's been really, really good of late. Uh, he's been up enjoying the play offensively much more effectively than he did earlier in the season. Uh, it's just been a, a world of difference from him, and I think that it's a good sign. And to give him some extra rest is very uh, a very smart move. Same for Sané. Uh, I think we can all agree Sané didn't have the best performance against PSG. He was uh, dangerous at times and created some issues for PSG, but uh, the end product wasn't there. And I think a lot of people were even a little disappointed that he, Sané did not give himself the chance to uh, even really try and uh, go for goal that much. So uh, it's it's one of those things where any extra rest for those two players is welcome. I don't think it affects them or their form in any way. So I would say those were smart moves by Hansi Flick. In trying to put together a lineup now, I don't know how Hansi Flick is going to do it. And, and I haven't even read the post yet from I Need No Name, his typical Friday lineups post, to see what his guesswork would be on a lineup. But I'll give you my idea, and I don't even know if it's good or bad or whatever. I'm just trying to piece together 11 players who I think could come come together at this point and give Union Berlin some trouble. And I'll start with Manuel Neuer between the sticks, obviously. Uh, I, I don't think it would be a bad idea to give Alexander Nubel some time if he's ready. But uh, I just can't see Flick pulling the trigger on that. I think Neuer will get the call, try and sharpen himself up for Tuesday. Uh, as for the back line, I'm going to go with David Alaba at left back. Uh, center back tandem of Javi Martinez and Jerome Boateng. I know that's going to raise some eyebrows. And Benjamin Pavar at right back. Just not sure if Tangai Nianzu is going to be quite ready uh, to be a starter, and Hansi Flick even indicated that he's not ready for 90 minutes. So I'd anticipate we probably see him as a substitute. Uh, but uh, I, I'll trust Javi Martinez to do a good job at center back and be a steady contributor back there and hopefully limit Union Berlin's chances with some smart, heady play. In the midfield for that trio in a 4 2 3 1, I think we'll see Joshua Kimmich at the six. I'm going to go with Jamal Musiala at the eight, and I'll explain that in a second. 
and obviously Thomas Muller at the 10. Uh, Muller, I think, will probably get about 60 minutes and then have to be pulled off where we could see Musiala push into that position. But as for Musiala, uh, I'm going to use him at the 8 because I feel like Sané and Coman are going to need to start at the wing. I think they're both going to have to kind of shake off some of the rust that they showed against PSG. I don't think that either player was particularly great in that game. Again, uh, their speed and their ability to create chaos is awesome, but they lacked precision. They lacked really a hunger for goal from Sané and an ability to cross from Coman. Uh, it just wasn't a complete effort from either one. So I'd want to see them back on the on the pitch if we could. Uh, and at striker, I would go with Eric Mac- Maxim Chupomoting at striker once again, although I feel like his legs are probably going to get heavy and I'm not sure he's going to be able to go the full 90. We could see youngster Christopher Scott, who has been called up. We'll probably actually get to see him. Um, we could see Tiago Dantas. Um, I know that's been a debut many people have been looking forward to, but unfortunately for that kid, he has just uh, not found a way to make things work with the senior team. He did get some time with Byron too earlier in the season, but He's mostly been confined to the bench and as a training uh, session player for Byron's first team. So I don't know uh, how much we'll see of him, but if there's ever a game where they could use a body, it's, it's certainly this one. Uh, Bunasar is another one we could see. In fact, I would anticipate it as I think Hansi Flick will probably use all five of his available subs uh, in this match. I just think it's, it's the perfect time to do that. Uh, while this result has some implications to winning the league, I don't think Hansi Flick is overly concerned if he gets a loss or a draw in this one. Um, it would not be ideal by any means, but I think he's got his eyes on Tuesday's match against Paris Saint-Germain in the Champions League. So, yeah, that is the lineup I would go with. I don't know if it will be, uh, <laughs> I don't know if it'll match up to either I Need No Name or more importantly to Hansi Flick, but that's what I would do. And you know, once in a while, I am right. I did say before the PSG game that I would have started Alfonso Davies at left back simply to try and match the speed of, of Kylian Mbappe and Neymar. Uh, so once in a while, you know, like they say about broken clocks, I mean, they're even right twice a day. Maybe I might be right twice a season, but, uh, you know, once in a while, there's something worthwhile that kind of comes out of my mouth. <laughs> uh, as for how I see this one playing out, uh, I'm a big fan of how Union Berlin plays. They've really, uh, they don't take the traditional conservative approach when they play the bigger teams, they really do like to come out swinging and they will try and go blow for blow with uh, their opponents. Uh, if they do get a lead, I would anticipate they they might back it in a little then. But uh, until that happens, they will, they will try and score and they will try and get up and down the field. And for what Max Crusa is as a player, uh, he's perfect for that system because he's constantly facilitating, constantly looking for ways to get to goal, and he's just an integral player for them, uh, one of the, probably the cornerstone player for that club, and, uh, you know, he will be a, a thorn in the side of any team that he plays against, uh, but as a, as a whole, Union Berlin will make this tough. They're really going to push Bayern. I don't think that this is a, a Bayern Munich lineup that's necessarily equipped for success, 
But all that said, they still have a, a, a man who I regard as potentially the best manager on earth, uh, someone who has strategized ways to shut down Lionel Messi, among other players. Uh, I think he's going to be able to pull together a lineup that will successfully be able to execute his game plan. It won't be pretty. It won't be easy. I see Bayern Munich coming out with a 2-1 victory at home at the Allianz Arena, keeping that perfect record intact in the Bundesliga at home for the season. Uh, it's going to be one of those games where I think afterward we might see some some fans really sweating it. We might see some saying it was boring, but... Uh, this is one that I think Bayern needs to win to prove something to themselves. Obviously, these are a, this is a group of players that has a lot of pride. There's a lot of talent there. And when the media and the press are consistently telling them, telling them they can't do this without Robert Lewandowski, they can't defend without Alfonso Davies, uh, you know, these are things that, that add up. And players with such pride are going to come out. I feel like they're going to rally around Flick. I feel like he has built up such a good rapport with those players that they're going to go the extra mile for him in a game like this. And just that little bit of momentum they might be able to pick up with a victory this weekend, I think will be uh, will lead to some really good things against PSG on Tuesday. By all means, they are not out of that tie either. So I would anticipate a 2-1 victory for Bayern Munich. They are going to look good enough to pick up the victory. They're going to get themselves ready for PSG. They are hopefully going to avoid any more injuries, illnesses, ailments, anything, uh, alien abductions, whatever. Uh, we just need the, the lineup to come out of this match healthy and in a positive light. Let's build up a little momentum here and Bayern, have Bayern Munich ready to face PSG on Tuesday. So thanks for listening. We appreciate every time you guys tune in. We appreciate every time you read the website. Give us some feedback in the comments to this post or drop us some notes on Twitter. Uh, you can always reach me at the Barrel Blog and you can always get my guy Tommy Adams at the Bavarian FB Works account where he works his magic on a daily basis. Thanks again for listening. Let's have a great weekend. Let's drink some beers. Let's celebrate a victory, hopefully. And then we can put on the battle armor for next Tuesday as Byron will be facing PSG. Have a great weekend.